Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome to a very special episode of the Nintendo Powercast. I'm your host, N64, Josh. And in this episode, we are going to be participating in a countdown to The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. So Rebecca Stone at Forest Minish, who is a staff writer at Twinfinite and host of the Nintendo Shack podcast, uh, is doing a... Now, she's been doing 20, like... 20 days, like a 20 day countdown. I'm, I'm a little late to the party. I just saw these tweets this morning and I was like, you know what? I want to get involved in this. And so for May 2nd, the game is wind waker. And I've got such fond memories of that game that I want to, I want to share with you guys, but I also want to give you a bunch of backstory and, and the history of wind waker. So without further ado, let's jump into wind waker. Of course you can participate in this countdown by using hashtag TOTK countdown. And uh, that's where I'm going to be. I'll be posting some links to these episodes using the same, the same hashtag. And it's just, it's just a lot of fun. I see a lot of people. She's been retweeting a ton of, of different, uh, different people's memories. And, uh, and to give you guys just a, an idea of the games moving forward, you got Four Swords Tomorrow, Minish Cap, Twilight Princess, Phantom Hourglass, Spirit Track, Skyward Sword, Link Between Worlds, Triforce Heroes, and Breath of the Wild. And then on the 12th will be Tier. So let's jump in. Some of the history of The Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. The Legend of Zelda Wind Waker is the 10th main installment in the popular Legend of Zelda series. It was the first Zelda game released for the Nintendo GameCube and the sixth game in the series to be released on a home console. The game was initially released in Japan on December 13th, 2002, and was later released in North America on March 24th, 2003, in South Korea on April 16th, 2003, in Europe on May 2nd, 2003, and in Australia on May 7th, 2003. One of the defining features of the Wind Waker is its use of cell shading. 
a lighting and texture technique that gives the game a cartoon-like appearance. The game takes place several hundred years after the events of Ocarina of Time and is an indirect sequel to that game. The vast overworld of the game, the Great Sea, must be explored using a boat called the King of Red Lions. While the seafaring gameplay and graphics were criticized by some, The Wind Waker was a commercial success and became the fourth best-selling GameCube game of all time. It is worth noting that pre-orders of the game were boosted by the inclusion of a pre-order bonus disc, which featured Ocarina of Time and Master Quest, an altered version of Ocarina of Time with more difficult dungeons. In 2007, a direct sequel to The Wind Waker, titled Phantom Hourglass, was released on Nintendo DS. In 2013, an enhanced remaster of the game, called The Wind Waker HD, was announced during the Nintendo Direct on January 23rd and released in fall of that year for the Wii U console. The Wind Waker takes place several hundred years after the events of the Ocarina of Time, and the hero, Link, finds himself in a vast sea with 49 scattered islands, which requires frequent sailing and naval combat. Link lives with his grandmother and younger sister, Errol, on Outset Island, one of the few inhabited islands in the Great Sea. The people of the Great Sea pass down a legend of a prosperous kingdom with a hidden golden power. However, an evil man found and stole this power, using it to spread darkness until a young boy dressed in green sealed the evil with the blade of evil's bane. The boy became known as the hero of time and passed into legend. Ganondorf, the great evil that everyone thought to be sealed away in the sacred realm of Hyrule, resurfaces and plans to resume his dark designs. The people hoped that the hero of time would once again appear to save them, but the hero did not appear. Ganondorf's next step was to make another aggressive move for the Triforce. The king, Daphnis Nohansen, Hyrule, attempted to stop the fiend but was not strong enough. As doom drew nigh, the king and his people prayed to the gods, leaving their kingdom in the hands of fate. The goddesses answered their prayers by instructing those chosen to flee to the mountaintops before they flooded the land. Ganondorf and his minions were sealed along with Hyrule in an enchanted air chamber at the bottom of the sea, with the master sword serving as the key, suspending the flow of time within the chamber. Over the centuries, the memory of the kingdom vanished, but its legend survived on the wind's breath. Link comes to age and is given permission by his younger sister, Errol, to use her telescope, through which he sees the Helmarok king carrying a young girl, Tetra, pursued by a pirate ship. The bird drops Tetra on Outset Island, mistaking Ariel for her. And the Helmarok king kidnaps Ariel. Link meets Tetra, the captain of the pirate ship, who reluctantly agrees to help him rescue his sister from the cursed forsaken fortress, where young girls with long ears are kidnapped. Link infiltrates the fortress, but the bird discovers him. And at the command of a sinister, shadowy figure, it hurls him into the sea. The king of Red Lions, a talking boat, rescues him and tells him of a story behind the shadowy figure, 
revealing it to be Ganondorf. The king explains to Link that the key to defeating Ganondorf is locked away in great power, the Master Sword, which can only be wielded after many trials are overcome. Link must gather the three goddess pearls, and to access their power, he must place the pearls on their respective statues on the Triangle Islands, which causes the Tower of the Gods to rise from the depths of the Great Sea. After scaling the tower and defeating its guardian, Godan, Link finds the Master Sword, the Blade of Evil's Bane, capable of banishing Ganondorf. Link pulls the sword out of its pedestal, which restores the flow of time to the castle. Link confronts Ganondorf, but the Master Sword proves to be ineffective against him. Tetra intervenes, but Ganondorf overpowers her as well. Ganondorf recognizes Tetra's necklace as a fragment of the Triforce of Wisdom and realizes that Tetra is, in fact, Princess Zelda. Quill and Prince Kamalai swoop in and save Link and Tetra before Valu engulfs Ganondorf's tower in flames. The King of Red Lions reveals that they are in the Kingdom of Hyrule, which was flooded by the goddesses after the events of Ocarina of Time to prevent Ganon's return. The king of the Red Lions also reveals himself to be Hyrule's king. Daphnis Nohansen Hyrule touches the Triforce first. The king wishes for Hyrule and Ganondorf to be buried beneath the waves of the Great Sea. He also wishes for hope for Link and Zelda, that they might be able to create a better world. The Triforce grants the king's wish, flooding the land of Hyrule once again before vanishing. The final battle concluded with the destruction of Ganondorf, and Link, Tetra, and the King of Red Lions emerged victorious. However, they soon realized that the floodwaters were rising and that they needed to escape before the land of Hyrule was submerged once again. As they made their way to the surface, the King of Red Lions revealed his true identity as Daphnis Nohansen Hyrule, the last king of Hyrule. He explained that he had used the Triforce to flood Hyrule and bury Ganondorf's evil forever. After reaching the surface, Link and Tetra were reunited with their friends and the pirates, and they sailed away in search of new land. The game ended with a post-credit scene showing Link and Tetra setting sail, marking the beginning of the next game in the series, Phantom Hourglass. Overall, The Wind Waker was a groundbreaking entry in the Legend of Zelda franchise. It introduced new gameplay mechanics, such as sailing and exploration of a vast ocean, and had a unique cel-shaded art style that set it apart from previous games in the series. Despite some criticism at the time of release, it has since become a beloved classic among fans of the series. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind... 
the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Despite early concerns about its art style, The Wind Waker was highly praised for its stunning graphics and its ability to retain key elements from previous Zelda games. As Link embarks on his adventure, he meets and assists various characters, often resulting in valuable rewards. Link also explores multiple dungeons, solving puzzles, completing challenges, and battling enemies. The game's controls are similar to those of previous 3D Zelda titles, with the addition of improvements such as the C-Stick for camera control. The controller's buttons are used for various actions, including rolling, using the shield, and employing items. Additionally, the Wind Waker introduces new gameplay elements unique to this game. In the Wind Waker, Link sets out on a sea exploration adventure using the King of Red Lions, a boat capable of human speech. With the help of the Wind Waker item, Link can control the direction of the wind's flow to navigate the vast Great Sea and visit the game's 49 islands, each with its own interesting features and hidden treasures. While sailing, Link must also face various threats, including enemy bases, deadly creatures, and natural phenomena. To uncover hidden treasures, Link must earn treasure chart maps and decipher them to find inaccessible prizes located beneath the sea. Additionally, Link learns to warp using cyclones after defeating the deity Cyclos, which also allows for faster travel across the vast ocean. Wind Waker introduced several new gameplay mechanics and features, as well as brought back some elements from previous Zelda games. While exploring the sea, Link visits multiple islands, each with its own rewards, puzzles, and challenges. He can gather information about each island from fishmen and uncover sunken treasure with the grappling hook. The game also features enemy bases and submarines, which Link can explore for treasures. The Wind Waker was the first Zelda game to make use of the connectivity between the Nintendo GameCube and Game Boy Advance. The Tingle Tuner, a device given to Link by the character Tingle, could be used to help Link in various ways, such as providing dungeon maps and selling items. Link could also control other characters through psychic abilities and use items with multiple uses, such as the grappling hook and the Deku Leaf. The game also reintroduced the Pictograph Box, which had a much more extensive use than in previous games, and included multiple types of item bags to help Link organize his items. Additionally, the game introduced new songs for The Wind Waker, including one that allows Link to warp between islands using cyclones. The game also included a trading sequence side quest that rewarded players with a magical artifact. The Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker uses cell shading graphics, which was initially challenging to program and modify to favor realistic graphics. The style was influenced by the animated film The Little Prince and the Eight-Headed Dragon. The lack of an outline around objects and usage of detailed textures make the game unique among cell shaded video games. The game features real-time cloth simulation, detailed shadows, and advanced effects such as light mapping, heat haze, and depth of field blur. The HD remaster adds more visual effects, including more advanced lighting, shadows, and a bloom effect to give a sense of bright sunlight. The game's soundtrack includes a mix of traditional Celtic themes and electronic instruments. 
Bagpipes and other traditional instruments are frequently used, while electronic instruments are used in certain themes, such as the boss battle against Godan. The game also features voice acting, with characters speaking English words and phrases, making it the first Zelda game to have extensive voice acting. The game's proximity tune, heard when enemies are nearby, is more developed than in previous games, with additional notes and sounds added when either Link or the enemy is attacked. Bosses each have their own unique battle theme, a first for the series. Cutscenes use recorded music rather than MIDI, marking a step towards live orchestrated music in the Zelda series. Additionally, the names of some characters were changed in the international versions. For example, in the Japanese version, the character known as Makar in the international version is called Makaru. The names of some enemies were also changed, such as the P-Hat being called Pi-Hat in the Japanese version. Another change made in the international versions was the addition of the Tingle Tuner feature, which allowed players to use the Game Boy Advance to control a character named Tingle, providing assistance during gameplay. This feature was not present in the original Japanese release. Overall, while the Japanese and international versions of The Wind Waker share the same core gameplay and story, there are notable differences in gameplay mechanics, item locations, and character names. The Wind Waker takes place after the Ocarina of Time and directly references events and places from that game. The decorations within Hyrule Castle include a sculpture of the Hero of Time and the Sages allude to the Ocarina of Time. As does the final dungeon. According to the confirmed timeline, the Wind Waker follows the adult ending of the Ocarina of Time and is in a separate timeline from Majora's Mask and Twilight Princess, with which both follow the child ending. Initially, there was some confusion over the time pass between Ocarina of Time and the Wind Waker. Mr. Miyamoto and Mr. Ananuma had stated in interviews that the game takes place a hundred years after Ocarina of Time, but it was later revealed to be a mistranslation that they actually spoke of hundreds of years. After Link defeats Puppet Ganon, Ganon remarks that Link is the Hero of Time Reborn. In the original Japanese text, Ganon likely says this metaphorically. Link in this story is the Hero of Time Reborn possessing the same skills as his predecessor, despite not being an actual descendant. The Wind Waker has two sequels, Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks. The former takes place shortly after the events of The Wind Waker and features the same link, while the latter takes place one century after Phantom Hourglass and has nods to its two predecessors. Additionally, limited edition versions of the game were released in Europe, bundled with Master Quest in a single case or with Metroid Prime. A limited edition pack was also released, which included a copy of the limited edition version of the game with Master Quest, a GameCube console, and a controller matching the console's color. I remember when The Wind Waker was first announced, and the internet was kind of still in its infancy, honestly, but you could start to see, you know, through forums and, and comments like on IGN, there were a lot of people that were not very happy with the look of this game. You could also read it in, in, you know, people were writing into magazines still at that time. And there was a lot of disdain towards 
towards Wind Waker and the art style. Now, I can remember distinctly kind of just like sitting back and, and watching, you know, everybody complain about it and being very excited. This was like, this was something I wanted to see in gaming for a very long time where it, you know, we often felt like we were playing a, a, a cartoon, but it had never really looked like a cartoon until now. And I remember that just really, really excited me. Now, during that time, they had shown a demo where Link was fighting a spider and it looked incredible. And I think the, the, the problem with this demo is it looked very realistic uh, somewhat similar to twilight princess. And I think because of that, that had set the expectation for what everybody was hoping to see on GameCube, a very realistic with great shot, like just great lighting and r really seeing the, the evolution of the Ocarina of time, if you will. And then we get wind waker, this, this cell shaded cartoony looking Zelda game. I wasn't upset. I was not, I wasn't really bothered and I could not wait to play this game. And I remember getting it at launch and just no lifing this game. I can, I can remember vividly the way my living room was set up at that time. And it was very important for me to, to have, uh, the, the nicest TV possible for the GameCube. And it was a Sony Trinitron that I was able to hook up the GameCube with component cables and to see that glorious 480p and uh it the game looked fantastic and honestly i don't even know if it hit 480p back then i, I kind of want to say it didn't but uh but there was a small time there i don't know what happened to those component cables it makes me so sad i think i may have thrown them away or i did give them to somebody when uh when i gave my gamecube away so i'm not sure i I, I, one day I hope to find out exactly where they are. Cause I would love to have that little piece of, uh, of hardware in my collection again. But I remember the setup of my living room. I'm not even sure I had my Sony Trinitron yet. It may have just been a, a regular Sony television, but I remember it being a big deal that I had to have the, the best possible tube TV at the time to, to be able to enjoy uh, my Nintendo games. But I can remember I can remember like conversations like happening around me while, you know, somebody would come to visit and I would just be completely engulfed in the legend of Zelda and, uh, I, with wind waker and I could not, I couldn't put it down. I was, I was so hooked and the traveling on the sea, it would take forever. It was so crazy how long it would take. And I remember hooking up the Game Boy Advance and using the Tingle tuner. And it was such a, I don't know. I don't know why that kind of stuff would always get me, but games like Animal Crossing and, and Wind Waker, when you could hook up the Game Boy to it, I absolutely loved that kind of stuff. I just, I, again, I don't know why I felt like it kind of just brought out the inner child in me, just, you know, connecting the two consoles together and, and being able to do something that wasn't otherwise possible if you didn't have both systems. And I, I was, I was so into it. I was so into it. In fact, that like, I hoped that with Mario maker two on the switch, we could use the DS to create levels while we had it on the screen that the DS would become a controller. That, that was my hope. Cause I just, I love that kind of stuff. And now that we're down to one, you know, one system and I'm okay with it. It gives us, I believe the best option to have the most games at a time. 
I, I do miss hooking up the, you know, the Game Boy or the DS to the Wii, those kind of things. It was just, I, I really loved it. And that was a, that was a big part of, of the Wind Waker. And so it, it is a game that I, I hold near and dear to my heart. I couldn't put it down, had to get all the way through it. I loved the way the, the, the story was told, the way the world opened up. You know, again, traveling did take a lot of time. It seemed like that was kind of padding the overall length of the game. But at the end of the day, it was a fantastic game that I absolutely adored and still adore to this game. And I have it on the Wii U. I started playing. I did start a playthrough on it. I would love, honestly, to see this game make its way to the Switch so that we, so that so many more people could experience it. Because I know there's a lot of people that missed out on this. And it is, uh, it is definitely a game that I believe everybody good experience so this has been the day number 10 yes day number one for me as we count down to the legend of zelda tears of the kingdom thank you guys so much for listening i of course want to hear from you you can leave your comments down below if you're watching this on youtube there is a spot on your podcast player as well that that you can read where it says leave a comment and i'd love to hear your thoughts on the legend of zelda wind waker and uh i look forward to uh to the next, uh, the next game in the lineup. And I can tell you right now, I have not necessarily played all of these games, but I'm excited to learn about the history and, uh, and where they fit in the timeline. So thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye now.